welcome to Giggles and Gratitude. I'm Dina. And I'm Tia. <clears throat> we were and just we're giggling. already giggling. <laughs> That's right. And we're not going to tell you what we were giggling about. Nope. <laughs> nope. Uh, welcome. Welcome, welcome. And I just want to start out, Tia, by welcoming our new listeners, followers on social media. For some reason this week we had a surge, a surge for us, you know. It's not a surge for the big guys, but for us it was a surge of new followers, listeners, and I don't really know exactly what it was. I don't know if it was our batch chat brought people in or our spooky show brought people in and Halloween was trending. I don't know. I don't know. People say play the algorithms and do what's trending, but we just do us and what we're interested in and what we feel. So our audience is finding us, which is what I told you. And I am so grateful and thankful for that. Yeah. Literally, I am. Because you sent me a text this morning, and I was just like, wow, I cannot believe there's that many people that just went up just within a week. I was just totally ecstatic, grateful, thankful, period. Yeah. And... We hear a lot of advice and a lot of suggestions and a lot of critiques, and we appreciate it, but everybody's got a different opinion, and you just start getting it in your head, like, you ought to do this, or I like it when you do this, or maybe you shouldn't do that, and you're just like, second-guess yourself. Yeah, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. Yeah. Right. And I don't think you can go wrong when you're just yourself. Right. And remember our goals what we're trying to achieve and that your audience will come we're not for everyone that's for sure (laughs) no (laughs) not for everyone but for everyone that just would like people that just give their honest opinion and just our friends just talk about just stuff yeah and especially when you bring up stuff that i don't even know about and then I'm even schooled on it. So I love well, it. You always surprise me, too. So you school me, too, with... No, things... I squirrel on you, little one. <laughs> things you've done and haven't done and can do and don't like and like. I'm just always like, oh, I didn't know that. And I love that, that we don't know everything about each other yet. Oh, and I guess we never will, really. No. All right, so I just want to take, it to take time to thank new followers today. And if you haven't listened before then what you're listening to right now is our Giggles and Gratitude episode, which comes out every Sunday. And it's really just a way for us to reflect on the week. Uh, We are Christians, and Sunday is the Lord's Day for us. And so we wanted our show to be, you know, if you don't want to listen on Sunday, that's fine. Um, But we try to see, well, we don't really try to. We just automatically see things through a lens of faith. Right. And we're God's daughters. Right. And it just comes out. And, exactly. But we wanted to keep it separate from our Wednesday episode, which is called You Know Something, because we're actually learning about a topic. Exactly. You know, our faith will still come through then. But on Sundays is when we do really want to reflect on what happened to us during the week, what made us laugh, if it did. We don't always laugh a lot <laughs> every week. And we're honest about that. And what we were grateful for, because sometimes you don't notice you take things for granted, and you don't notice what you should have been grateful for. And it forces us to say, oh, man, what was I grateful for this week? Let me reflect back. So that's what we are. And maybe <clears throat> Giggles and Gratitude isn't for you, but you might enjoy the You Know Something episodes. 
and maybe vice versa. Maybe I don't really enjoy the, you know, something learning about stuff, but I really look forward to the giggles and gratitude and that's fine. Pick and choose or do both or whatever. And even if you're not a person of faith, you're welcome. We love you and you're welcome to listen to us and take what you want, leave the rest. Absolutely. And if you ever have any questions about our faith and where it comes from and you know, uh, there's a lot of questions that come up even for me about God and faith and things uh-huh. you just don't know. And if you ever want to send us a message or call in and ask us, we'll do our best to answer it. We are certainly not spiritual leaders. <laughs> no. We're just little baby Christians that are trying to learn. So do you do you agree with everything I said there, Tina? Absolutely. Or? And, you know, something, Dana, I, um, I literally have just been torn down about the stuff that's happened happening in Israel Mm -hmm. and stuff and Mm so I actually thought you know something I think I'll just get just to show my support for Jerusalem Mm -hmm. I got a star of David beautiful and um Greg and I were out to dinner with a couple that are Jewish and um she was like I didn't think that Christians you know, were for Jerusalem. And I said, Jesus was a Jew. (laughs) And I said, I mean, anybody that's a Christian should stand for the, for the Jews in the Jerusalem. I mean, that's who we're for Mm -hmm. period. Mm -hmm. And it kind of surprised me. And, um, you know, I had lunch with my friend Becky today and she was like, that's the star of David. And I was like, I know. And I told her the story. Like, she goes, really? She said, Jesus was a Jew. What? Yeah. 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 So. Yeah. And it, you know, we don't get political. That's something we don't do. We don't talk about murders. We're not a murder no. podcast. There's plenty of those. We're not really a big reality podcast, but although we were doing the Golden Bachelor recaps this month, just because we thought it would be fun because they were older. It was right. unique. And we're not political. And. I don't feel like this war, you know, I don't want to dwell too much on it, but is political. It's religious, and we just want to pray, or I'm speaking for myself here, just for anybody who's caught in all the ugliness that's innocent. I you don't can care speak where they are. You can speak for me, too. Yeah. I'm right there with you. It's so ugly, and, you know, you're in this situation that, you can't get out of You're helpless, and you can't get right. out of it. You're just there, and you're stuck, and you're hoping it'll all get worked out so like I say we don't it gets all political and ugly and that's not where we're coming from it's just because we are people of faith right we are supportive of Jerusalem and we don't want anybody to get hurt you know if you nobody just, if it would just be resolved it would be ah, wonderful it's awful it's awful yeah, and I think it's weighing on all of us all right another thing that really hit me hard this week was the mm. loss of Matthew Perry mm. Uh, actor on Friends, in case anyone doesn't know, Friends was a big, big part of my adult, young adult life. I mean, it was, it was on for almost, was it 10 years? Almost 10 years, maybe nine years. So I had gone through a lot of changes during that time. I think about where I, this, I had moved, I had changed jobs, and they were just always there. It was this constant thing to look forward to, laughter. I, I never failed to just double over in laughter when I saw it the first time. And then I rewatched it, Friends, recently, a couple of years ago. Just started at the beginning and went through because it was on Netflix and was going to leave Netflix. Mm-hmm. So I thought, I'm going to watch it. And then just every day I would watch it while I was doing other things. And I got through the whole 
season not we didn't take me very long and i thought it's just a nostalgic warm feeling and especially the character chandler was just warm and fuzzy and funny and goofy and cute and it he was, just... was like i think the yummiest character yeah of all of them mm-hmm. i mean not that because i think all of them combined were great yeah wouldn't have but worked he, if any of them had been different i think it was no the combination. it would not have yeah. but he just he was literally the friend that was there for every single one if you think about it mm-hmm. think about the other five yeah he was there for every single one of them yeah in some form or fashion yeah. and i mean i got a text from a friend that said that he had passed and i was like nope no, 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 no. Mm-hmm. And especially the way it happened, it it kind of angered me a little bit for people to just assume it was because of a an addiction or yeah. something. Nobody knows yet. Mm-hmm. I mean, the autopsy results are not in. Toxicology is not in. Mm-hmm. You know something? He played pickleball for a long time that day. Yeah. It could have been just that he was just worn out and the water was too hot in the hot tub Mm -hmm. or something like that because he had just put out, you know, an Instagram post about in his hot tub and how much he was just loving life. Yeah, I know. I know. It's so sad. Um, I found, I was sitting on the couch, I think I was editing a podcast and my mom, maybe the only almost 90 year old woman that stays on the internet and goes on social media and gets in, social media fights and <laughs> oh, <wow. laughs> makes posts and, and watches videos on YouTube. And she was just going through. She said, oh, Matthew Perry from Friends. says he passed away? And she went out and I was just like, what did you just, what did you just say? Because she was she didn't watch Friends. Right. I was like, please tell me you're wrong. Because she'll read crazy headlines at the bottom of a page that I'll uh-huh. say, Mama, that's not true. Don't click on it. And, and I, I, just like I say, it punched me in the gut. And I thought, um, well... Like you said, I immediately thought, well, he, it's probably drugs, you know. Even though I knew he was sober, I thought it was probably accumulation of using drugs over and over and over. You know, that can damage your heart. Even if you get sober, that uh-huh. can come back and bite you. And then my mom said he drowned. And I was like, oh, my gosh, that's terrible. So then I thought, I bet he had a heart attack and, and drowned. But, you know, at, a jacuzzi raises your blood pressure, the churning and the heat. Exactly. And another thing, too, is that he was... that. That home was new to him. Oh, was it? Yes. And so he he obviously, I mean, working the jacuzzi was all new to him. Oh. So he might not have been able to regulate the temperature. I mean, these are all different things that nobody knows mm-hmm. yet. Exactly. So I don't know why everybody's just going ahead and assuming the worst mm-hmm. because all he was ever out for, he said, I didn't want to be... No. I know. Here we are talking about Chandler and drugs. And those are the two things he didn't want to be remembered for. So unless you have anything else to say about it, I wanted to sum up what the reason I wanted to bring it up. Okay, please do. And you may have something to say about that. I've been watching interviews with him and stuff, and he had found God Mm -hmm. recently. And, you know, when you go through, if he went through AA, that is based on religion too, AA. I've never been in it, but I think it is. You have to say, I can't do this. I can't do it on my own. Right. I need you, God. There's no way I can handle this on my own. I'm, I'm not able to keep my life in order, which is what we all need to do as Christians. I can't do this on my own. 
you know. And so he, and that's tough in that environment because he probably wasn't before. You know, he probably wasn't open about if he was religious before. And he had to just say, look, this is who saved me. He said, God saved me. Mm -hmm. I couldn't do this on my own. And, you know, he had written the book. I haven't, I think I'm going to get the book. Oh, I know I am. Yeah. And he mentions God a lot in there, a higher power. Um, And that's what I want to leave it on is to remember him is that he found God before he passed. Right. And that's certainly something to be grateful for. And I can almost, I almost started thinking, what if he struggled all these years, the peak of his life, he was struggling, struggling, struggling. And when he finally got it right, God said, come home. You know, I don't want you to fall again. You've done good. You've got it figured out. And I don't want to make, say that I think God takes you the minute you've got your act together. But I was grateful thinking, because he could have fallen again. You know, years from now, something could have made him fall again. And he was ready, I think. His soul was ready. And I don't mean he didn't want to live here anymore. I just meant his soul was ready. No, his soul was totally ready because he said I don't want to be remembered for friends I want to be remembered for what I could do if somebody came up to me and said I don't know how to not have this addiction he said I could look at them and say I can help Mm -hmm. you know something that's huge it is it's just it's heart-wrenching that such a good soul and a good human like that is taken so quite it's just such a short period of mm-hmm. life but he was 54 mm-hmm. the point of it is is he's in a lot better place than all of us left here yeah i was gonna say we're all the are, ones hurting exactly I'm sure his we're, parents i mean did you know his stepfather was keith morrison yes. <laughs> that crazy? i didn't know that until i saw that that just I was like what but did you see how Keith went up to his dad his Mm -hmm. biological oh yeah that that just touched my heart his dad you would probably recognize in movies he's like a character actor he's been an actor for years he looks very different now than he did but he's a very attractive man but yeah my heart broke for them and and I thought I just kept thinking man he just now got his act together and then he goes and then that's what Mm -hmm. made me think yeah he got his act together so he goes right he goes so it's just something I have to accept, but watching friends will never feel the same. No, to me, never. Yeah, yeah. So we're so glad he found God, and I'm sure when he helps people, when I'm sure if he had helped people, who was here to help people, he would have said God first, probably to them. First right. of all, this is what this is what helped me. So good for him. Good for him. All right. Well, I like I told you that. Um, I had lunch with Becky today, mm-hmm. and Your you know, mm-hmm. um, her husband has ALS, mm-hmm. and sh- she had such great news. And mm-hmm. I don't know um, how many people have heard of the Patricia Neal Center, but they're spectacular. I think they're world renowned. Mm-hmm. I mean, for Patricia Neal's help, and. Um, they went and he had like a two-hour, three-hour appointment, and he is getting an electric, electric wheelchair, oh, wow. a Hoyt lift, which, like, if he's falls or whatever, um, like Becky, be little tiny Becky mm-hmm. can lift him back up. Awesome. And then he gets a special mattress that you put on top of his 
bed already that when he lays there, he doesn't get bed sores from laying in the same position because, you know, he can't turn like he used to, could right. turn and everything. But he's doing great. And um, also his medications, they had to fight, fight for. But the ALS Foundation was able to help them get his prescription that was like thousands and thousands of dollars for zero. Wow. Zero. And this is all through the Patricia Neal? Patricia Neal and the ALS Foundation. That's awesome. So, yes, I am so absolutely grateful and thankful for all that because that just makes me tickled to death. Yeah. I'm sure there's people listening who have someone in their immediate lives or know someone who has someone who has ALS, and it's just such a nasty disease. It's just deplorable a, disease. Yeah. And uh, just the lift thing, you know, thinking back at my to my daddy, that was the nightmare mm-hmm. when he fell. It was just a nightmare. Too hard to lift. Yeah, too lift. hard to lift. And if you think back to when the ALS challenge, the bucket challenge, you always wonder where does that money go? Does money really help? Does it really do anything? Because everybody's aware that there's ALS. What's the awareness challenge? And I'll bet you that that's a lot of what that came from. A load of it came from that. I think a lot of people know it as Lou Gehrig's disease mm-hmm. instead of ALS. Or, I don't know, maybe vice versa? Yeah. Well, that's really good news because when you're in that situation, every little bit helps. Just the smallest things even can lighten the load, lighten the burden. Absolutely, it is. And I'm always praying for Becky and her husband. and They're always in my thoughts and prayers. And anybody listening, if you want to pray for Becky and what's her husband's name? Craig. Craig, Becky and Craig. Yeah. It's much appreciated. Yes. Right on the lighter side, on the giggle side. Okay. <laughs> which we need, I think. My great-niece, London, my sister's granddaughter, came over, and my sister brought her because she loves my puppy, Boogie. And if you've listened to the podcast, you know about Tia's dog, Blessing, and my dog, Boogie. They're brothers. We got them together, and they're little shorkies, Shih Tzu Yorkies. And they're seven months old now. Mm-hmm. Seven months. They're the cutest. And London came over. London is 10, and I watched her play with Boogie and, you know, it's the only thing funner than watching a puppy play is to watch a child play with the puppy. Right. Because <laughs> the puppy just loves it. Because right. the child is in the floor rolling around doing the things that maybe you and I don't have the time so much to do. We do it a little bit or we don't. It's hard to get up off the floor. <laughs> <laughs> That's she was, true. <laughs> she was running through the house. He was chasing her. She was playing hide and go seek. And it was just made me so small. And then it just hit me, you know, how many more of these visits will I have? Because... She's 10. Her older brother, Jude, is 13. And he doesn't really want to hang out with us old folks now. Mm. You know, and I didn't have children. but So I can only imagine, if you think about you have a child, a little baby, especially for a mother, it's growing in your body. It comes out. It needs you for everything. It's just your little blessing that's your whole life, you know? Right. And you want them to get independent. You teach them to be independent. You teach them to think for themselves and learn to walk and dress themselves. And then they go to school. And then slowly, slowly, they drift away. Now, I'm sure it's not true for every parent. You know, 
their kids come over all the time and or live next door or live with them for a long time. But generally speaking, you know, teenage year, that 13 hits, those hormones hit, and they roll their eyes at everything you say. The worst thing they can think of is spending their weekend at your house. I was just trying to savor that moment. And I don't know how parents, that's got to be such a heartbreak when you realize that's happening. And, and you got to try to rejoice in their independence. This is what I did this for. This is what I had a child for was to make a good human out into the world. But I just can't even imagine what that feels like. So I'm thinking about my niece and my sister and her kids, you know. So, I don't know, that wasn't the lighter side. <laughs> I wanted to bring us up, and now it brought us down further. But what, what I wanted to say positive about that is, you, well, okay, let me go back. I got a dog knowing that it would be with me forever. It'd need me forever. So I can love it freely with no fear of rejection or... It wandering off. Well, it could wander off, I guess, but I'm believing yes, me. but you, I mean, you don't have it forever. Yeah, that's true. I've had a load of that's them. That's true. That's true. That's where that pain comes in. Mm-hmm. The conclusion. Love hurts. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm no. Kidding. <laughs> no. Love is pain. No, love is saying? good. Yeah. And I, so, and I had a, it all kind of happened the same, the same week. And then I had a friend call me and she said, my daughter doesn't want to spend time with me. She has a young daughter. And, it was, and I said, listen. Think about when you were that age. Did you want to hang out with your mom as much? They come. I feel like they come back to you. You go through this stage of them building their lives, and then, and especially if they have kids, grandkids, they come back to mm-hmm. you. But now you probably were always close to your mom. You never strayed or didn't mm-hmm. answer the phone when she called. No, 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 no. Because um, okay. there was a period of time, like when I was eighteen, and um, I was like, because. I was raised in a very strict environment, so I really did want to be free, and I'm going to be me. Well, (laughs) being free and being me wasn't as fun as what I thought it was going to be at all. Got you into some trouble? So, uh, well, I mean... (laughs) We won't go into that. You know something? Uh, When you got to pay for everything... (laughs) Oh, I see what you're saying. Oh, whoopsie. It's not so fun as I thought. It's not fun. (laughs) I mean, because, like, you have to pay for electricity. Everything. Everything, <laughs> and it's just not so fun. <laughs> and I mean, even as an adult now, I mean, thinking back, I mean, I would give anything in the world right now to be laying in my childhood bed, you know, like getting up under the covers and being all yummy and snuggled and warm and having mom and daddy there, you know, and getting up. In the morning, thinking about what are we going to eat for breakfast? You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's your worst problem. Which cereal to eat or something? Right. <laughs> that's your worst problem. Fruit Loops or Captain Crunch? Right. Yeah. Oh, God. I love Captain Crunch. <laughs> I know it oh, eats God. the roof of my mouth out, but I love it. <laughs> I know like it does. chewing concrete. <laughs> or gravel. Mm-hmm. It's good gravel. Well, I, I guess I want to just say that I'm grateful to parents because I'm not one who choose to do that. You know, you choose to have a child, it's work, you're exhausted, it's expensive. They leave. If you do a good job, they're going to leave, mm-hmm. you know, if you've made them, taught them to be capable. And then you hurt, you know, and I know it's rewarding too, but to take on that, I'm just, I'm so grateful. You know, I didn't do it, and it's got to be so hard and and hurtful at times, but then I know the reward, there's nothing like that reward of 
having that child, caring for that having child. Having your babies to fly out of the nest. Yeah. And to that, lo- that I love. I 1,000% agree. Yeah. There cannot be another love, love like that in right. your heart. And I have parents tell me that, Danny, you don't understand. I'm like, well, I can imagine what it was. No, you don't understand <laughs> the amount of love you feel, the difference you feel when you look at that child, you know. So I just want to thank parents out there. And I'm trying to savor these moments that I have with my great niece and nephew because my niece and nephew are grown and, you know, I have sometimes good relationships with them, but we're just all busy, you know. And mm-hmm. so you just don't have the time to spend that you want to. And I'm so proud of them. But so thank you, moms, is what I want to say. And I also want to say I know people whose children passed before them and have said to me, at least they know their kids are out there alive and living. You know, maybe they don't call them like they want them to. They're not as attentive as they want them to be attentive, attentive as they want them to be. But they're there. Exactly. They're living and thriving. So that's something to be grateful for. If you happen to be a mom hurting right now or missing your child since school started off to college, maybe the first mm-hmm. time. They're alive and they're thriving. And you did a good job. Absolutely, you did. Yeah. You know something that we're talking about that. I can't wait to meet my great nephew. Oh, that's right. <sighs> <laughs> you were talking about that, and I'm just like going, ho, oh, ho. Yeah. I can't so wait. your sister's daughter's child. Yes. Yeah, she's expecting him. You yes. know, it's a little boy. Yes. His name is Sladen. Oh, I like the S-L-A-D-E-N. Mm-hmm. Sladen. Mm. He's going to be so loved. He doesn't even know. Oh, he is. <laughs> I mean, with my sister, um, she'll just, like, shower him with everything. And it'll just be wonderful. Mm-hmm. I mean, he'll be so loved, and I can't wait to spoil him. Yeah. rotten that's what i was gonna say aunt tia no <laughs> no i will i can't wait i mean your name tia maria means aunt right it means tia's aunt, aunt maria aunt maria in yeah. spanish yeah. yeah so get ready sladen yeah <laughs> you're gonna get loved well on. then he's got all the, his daddy's family too they're <gasps> oh, just gonna spoil right. oh, him yeah. rotten like deidre <laughs> Yeah. And KK and mm. Keely and Buffy. <laughs> oh, he's so all. lucky. He's so lucky. I know it. We're so excited. Just hurry. <laughs> yeah, hurry. <laughs> <laughs> right, so this show's been kind of heavy, but that's what happened this it week. Kind of is. Yeah, huh? yeah. But I think we've been able to find the gratitude in the icky things, in the situations, and prayer. Prayer's always. You know, when something bad happens, it reminds you to pray. You know, you should pray all the time anyway, but it really gets that gets you down on your knees and uh, brings you closer. If you can think of a bad thing as a way to get you closer to God, is that's the good part of it. You know, when the only place you've got to go is to look up, you're so far down, you only can look up. Yeah. That's where that brings you closer <laughs> to God. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah, I agree. All right, so let's see if I can leave on a laugh. I discovered a new comedian that I really like, and I'm excited about um, Nate. Oh, God. Bergazzi, is that his name? I can't pronounce it. (laughs) We're going to see him. I know. Please please don't ask me. Well, he hosted Saturday Night Live this past weekend. I don't watch Saturday Night Live. Okay, I don't either. But I saw that he was, and I wanted to watch it, but hello. I didn't stay up that late. I've seen some clips and he did a really good job. So we're, we're we're going to see him soon. We're excited about that. But I discovered a comedian named Joel Berry, B-E-R-R-Y. And we'll put 
if you're new to the show, we put links to the things we talk about when they're available. So if you're listening on our website, scroll down to our show um, show notes underneath. If you're listening on a podcast app, those show notes are there. You may not be able to see them all, but you can click like show more or whatever underneath and you'll see the links to things. So um, I'm going to put a link to Joel Berry. His character name is Tavin Dillard, D-I-L-L-A-R-D. And he's on Instagram is how I discovered him, but I think he goes on tour too. But he's a, he plays this southern um, boy who's, he's not a boy, he's a man, but he's got the fake hillbilly teeth he puts in. Uh-uh. Yeah. And wears the baseball hat and has a little bit of scruff. And he uh, is a uh, lawnmower. It's his job. He's a lawnmower. Tapping the lawnmower. Oh, and wow. <laughs> he sells these t-shirts. Now, I guess that's how he makes money. With the, he has created this whole world this whole town kind of like mayberry and he's got all the characters names in his head you don't see the characters he just tells you stories about them he's even got a podcast i think it's called tavin dillard's podcast and he has all these different characters and he tells stories like today i'm a gene jones went to a picnic and spilled a potato salad and it just goes on it's just no. i'll send you a link i can't believe i haven't shared that with you i can't believe you haven't <laughs> either you would know i would love something like that it's hilarious so he um, has these T-shirts with the different businesses in the town's name, and he does the artwork, and it's just terrible artwork. And so the salon in this town is called The Early Bird Gets the Perm. <laughs> the, per- <laughs> the perm. The perm. And the little bird has oh. a little curly hairdo <laughs> on his T-shirt. I'll show it to you later. No. But it made me start thinking about, the name, funny names for beauty salons, because I've heard a bunch of, you know, I'm like, that's clever, that's cute. Mm-hmm. And I first want to say, this is Sunday, it's the Lord's Day, so I'm just going to say the name of this salon in our area, and just let you mull it over on another day. Don't think about it today on the Lord's Day, but oh, okay. it's a little square house, and it's called the Hair Box. Now, I don't know what they were thinking when they named it that, <laughs> but we'll just leave it there. Stop. <laughs> And you can think about it later when it's not the Lord's day. But so that made me think. (laughs) I'll show it to you sometime. <laughs> so I thought I'm going to Google the names of salons and see if there's any other funny ones. <laughs> I'll talk about Tia Cross. Okay, I'm just going to name them. These are real. They had the addresses on them. I'm not going to tell you. Sorry. Lunatic Fringe. Fringe is like bangs in English. Lunatic Fringe. Hair today, die tomorrow. <laughs> no. No. I like this one. Anita. A-N-I-T-A. Anita haircut. (laughs) (laughs) A breath of fresh hair. (laughs) Oh, wow. You are hair. I guess that's what you are here. Okay, this is a combo hair salon and tanning salon. Oh, no. And it's called From Hair to Etanity. No. (laughs) The Hairport. No. (laughs) You give me a ride to the airport. Sherlock Combs. Wow. <laughs> Julius Scissors. Twisted Scissors. Here we go. Oh, wow. 
Here I am. Oh, wow. Curl up and die. Hairway to heaven. <laughs> These are actual names. They're actual names. No. I looked them up. Wow. Whack and yak. Like whack your hair and talk. Whack and yak. I kind of like that. Lice know you. Lice no. know you. <laughs> they must specialize. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. No, I swear this is not a joke. <laughs> no, Lice know you is in Portland, Oregon. I put that because I thought you would say, Dina, that's not real. But maybe they specialize in no treating lice. Lice know you. And my favorite, and we'll end on this, I'll cut you. (laughs) (laughs) We we should have gone there for Halloween. I'll cut you. I'll cut you. And I mean it. (laughs) Wow. All right. Do we want to end on laughter? Do you have anything else to say? Unfortunately, I not a whole lot of laughter this week. Cause I don't have an infusion. You had a rough week. I've yeah. had a rough week. Tia's had some health issues this week, and the fact that she showed up is just, I'm grateful for. It's a miracle. And I'm oh, grateful I'm grateful. For. I mean, for everything. I just yeah. haven't had a whole lot of big, huge belly giggles. Yeah, well, I'm glad you just got one. No, oh, I did. <laughs> Thank you so very much. Then you are my giggle for this week, okay. for sure. Okay. All right, well. Guys, keep your heads up. There's always something to be thankful for when it doesn't seem like there is. And then there's always prayer, too. And pray when you're happy. Pray and when you're pray happy. when you're sad. Yeah. Yeah. We love you guys. We hope you will listen on Wednesday for You Know Something episode coming up. And thank you to all the new listeners. And we do have a couple more batch chats to do. It's almost over. We're down to three. I know. And I'm scared. <laughs> I know. And I love you, Tia. And I love you, pumpkin lover. I actually don't like pumpkin. (laughs) Bye, guys. (laughs) Okay. Love you, pumpkin. Is that better? Yeah, that's better. Okay. (laughs) Bye-bye. Pumpkin lover. I don't like pumpkin. Tia time is up next. Today, I'm going to do When I Say I Am a Christian by Carol Wammer. When I say I'm a Christian, I'm not shouting. I've been saved. I'm whispering. I get lost sometimes. That's why I chose this way. When I say I'm a Christian, I don't speak with a human pride. I'm confessing that I stumble needing God to be my God. When I say I'm a Christian, I'm not trying to be strong. I'm professing that I'm weak and pray for strength to carry on. When I say I'm a Christian, I'm not bragging of success. I'm admitting that I've failed and cannot ever pay the debt. When I say I'm a Christian, I don't think I know it all. I submit my confusion, asking humbly to be taught. When I say I'm a Christian, I'm not claiming to be perfect. My flaws are all too visible, but God believes I'm worth it. When I say I'm a Christian, I still feel the sting of pain that I have shared of a heartache. That's why I seek God's name. When I say I'm a Christian, I do not wish to judge. I have no authority. 
only know that I am loved. Reminds me of two Bible verses that I read every day. Romans 7, 18. For I know that in me, my flesh, nothing good dwells. So God, today, I surrender my sinful nature to you. The other one is Galatians 5, 16. I choose today to walk in the spirit and not fulfill the lust of the flesh. I just thought this was really huge when I read it. And I was thinking, wow, how true. The majority of this, well, all of it actually is because it just made me think of everywhere I fall short in doing. And I'm just going to try to do better As always on the Sunday episodes, I'm always trying to do better and be better and love better. And I hope everyone else tries to do the same. Have a blessed week.